welcome to Hollywood. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Now TV Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Catherine, and with me, as always, is Steve. Hello. Ben. Hello. And Corey. Hello. How are we all doing, guys? Good. Yeah, very well, thank you. Yeah, suffering with a bit of a cold, so You've I'm hoping I can have that Phoebe, Phoebe Buffet. Give us a rendition voice. of Sticky Shoes. My sticky, itchy shoes. Is that what that was? That itchy, sticky shoes. Everyone has that. Like, you guys obviously have some little friends able ability to do references. Like, my friends <laughs> have anyway. it. Like, I, I, I just have none of it. I know Smelly Cat. Yeah. And I'll drink the fat. It's mainly they're Ross. Only two, they're my only two references to that. Ross references. Show. Yeah. My, my sandwich. My sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> When he went completely mad for a few seasons and he's like, all the yeah. characters suddenly changed. It was a bit weird. Yeah, he yeah. did have yeah. that weird nervous breakdown seasons, yes. didn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, he <laughs> Which did. they really played on as well, sadly. Yeah, yeah there's a, someone's made an edit on YouTube of turning it into like, they've taken the laugh track off, made it seem like Ross is a serial killer. It's really good. <laughs> uh, I'd recommend tracking that down. Uh, red <laughs> Ross. If you take the laugh track off most <laughs> sitcoms, they become quite, quite sinister. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Cool, and what, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what have we been watching movie-wise this month? Who wants to start? I'll start because I'm sure no one else has seen my movies that I watched this week. All right. Um, but are brilliant. I, I watched Master of the Flying Guillotine from like a 1971, I think, or something around there, uh, which is basically like a, a fighting tournament like kung fu movie where like all these kind of mad uh, like characters all get together and fight in this big kind of like arena um sounds like avengers yeah, probably like avengers like you know what 40 50 years before okay. it happened or whatever it probably was i'm sure like, a bit of inspiration and but you've got like this guy who throws out this little circular like almost like necklace that as it lands around around someone's neck like sh- serrated edges come out that's like a flying guillotine he can whip off your head in one motion from about 20 feet and you've got dudes who like uh, douse him in Street Fighter's arms can stretch and fight people and so it's like really kind of bits of fantasy but like you know everyone's got like a long grey beard that feels like it would get in the way though if you're trying to avoid someone that has a flying guillotine why would you have a long beard? no he's got (laughs) the He's got the beard, throwing it out here. Oh, so okay. maybe the fact that if you looked, he's the only one who's able to like master that kind of hairstyle. Okay. Because he hasn't lost his neck. Um, I watched that, and I, I kind of was in a bit of a kind of kung fu month. So I watched that. I watched um, the story of Ricky. I don't know if anyone's ever I've heard of that. I've seen that. Yeah. Yep. It has that infamous head smashing scene. Yep. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> infamous head. head classic yes, head smashing yeah. scene. Yeah, it's like a quite a cheesy um, effect now, but. There's like a, it's like a fight scene, isn't it? And at the end of it, the guy just completely like smashes the guy's yeah, yeah. head. Yeah, yeah, he just yeah, smashes. It's, well, I mean, it's gruesome. Yeah, they, they do. This also the first movie I ever watched where, um, when they show, like someone punches someone, it cuts to the X-ray yep. of the damage <laughs> that the punch did, which I thought was like I remember seeing that like years ago. And I, no one's ever recreated that like awesome mm. way of showing. Like uh, some damage, and then I watched the raid as well because that's I thought I should film. have yeah, one film. that's got like a a level of quality to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, again, is brilliant. And, and I, I'm going to go watch, again, The Raid 2. Um, but I just forgot how, like, good those, like, The Raid runners and how, like, just singly 
movies and movies in one location. Mm. I think next next month I'm going to come back with a load of movies which are just in the one location because mm. I forget how much I like the. Uh, it makes for a good uh, double bill with dread as well, which is essentially yeah, the same same kind of thing. Conceit, isn't it? but I love dread. It's slightly different execution. Yeah. Oh, that's a good, a good point. I should probably watch that. Um, but yeah, those are my kind of bloodthirsty kung fu films. That's what I generally watched this month. <coughs> Excellent. Uh, we will be pleased to hear, Ben, that um, one of the movies I watched this month was Brawl in Cell Block 99, <laughs> 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 which I really, I really enjoyed. Uh, it's an odd film. It's like, very odd it's film. It's totally all over the place. It totally is all over um, the place. But it has that grindhouse feel, which I think yeah. a lot of those films did. They did feel... Yeah kind of n not not one thing or the other um and they have Vince Vaughn really genuinely good in it um which surprised me <laughs> um it's nice to see him because he's done a few films recently where he's been playing more serious roles he was mm. in Hacksaw Ridge he was quite good in that yep. um but yeah he was really good in this um and yeah I, I really enjoyed it it's nice to see a film that was just quite unpredictable yeah I didn't really know yes. where it was good and it has quite, quite a long build up yeah it's, oh, it yeah. takes a while yeah. before you get to the uh, cell block um, <laughs> but it just all kind of um adds to the tension and when it kindly when you get to like the third act and it goes goes crazy yeah so I think <laughs> it, it almost because of how long it is and like you say because mm. of the pacing it will it stops it being so easily described as like a you know a cheesy kind of like you know, mm. going for a certain thing, like because obviously the films. Yeah, I don't know what genre I'd put it into, really. Yeah, um, so. but it's yeah, it's 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 definitely worth a watch, and it's it, it it's really weird because it has these scenes of really horrific violence, but there's something slightly tacky about them as well. well I, I think it, one of it is the the uh, inability to choreograph Vince Vaughn, someone mm. who's like six foot five fighting people and yeah. he's probably like 45. <laughs> I think it, there yeah. is every now and then you're like, he is as stiff as a lump of wood. But yeah. then you're like, maybe that's his... I mean, I guess I think they were cleverly... Like, they made that character so kind of quiet, yeah. cold and reserved that maybe he's just a bit more clinical like mm. that. And I think that's how they were able to overcome certain aspects of like maybe his inability to act really well in fight scenes. <laughs> yeah, um, plays to his strengths. Yeah, yeah. but but I, you know, um, I'm well glad you watched. I'm glad someone listened. And, uh, um, you also neglected to mention that you watched it again. Oh yeah, I watched it again. Yeah, <laughs> but I watched it a couple of times since I because I have to keep persuading my friends, so I end up watching it with like mm. those guys well, as well. He's a really interesting director as well. Is it Craig? Z something oh, I can't remember his name, but, but yeah. the he, Bone Tomahawk. Bone Tomahawk was great, yeah. and I think yeah, it's in, it's going to be interesting to see. Obviously, he's one of those directors where he's now at the point where you would suspect that someone like Marvel will snap him up to do something. Mm. Um, but hopefully, he keeps doing these really interesting, unique films. Well, that's the thing. Hope he stays in, in genre cinema. Yeah. That's my you know, in eighteen genre cinema is where I hope he stays. If if you're listening <laughs> to this, like definitely stay there. And also, what a great ending. <laughs> what like what a like what a such an ending that yeah. that movie couldn't have any other ending. Yeah. Hopefully this is making people watch it as well. It is. Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna go watch it. Oh, oh watch it as well. I loved it. I loved the like last frame of that movie. Yeah. <laughs> we should like the whole time that we have it available, one of us should watch it every month so yes. we can talk about it every month. Yeah, see month. how we've evolved <laughs> in, in a, in like in a year's time see someone who's watched it for all the I can't oh, see I it, it being to everyone's taste. No. For sure. But yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. But those I think every now and then you find movies that are so your taste or have such a strong taste that you should make people try and watch it because it's out of their comfort zone and it's something but if it's done if it's something different but done well, then 
you know, it has the chance to change an opinion. And I think that's what that film has. Mm. Anyway. What else have you watched, Steve? Uh, so I t- I, my one trip to the cinema this month was to see A Quiet Place. Because nice. I'm a big horror fan, as we spoke about on this podcast before. And it's always, whenever a, a big horror movie comes out that people rave about, it's always mm-hmm. like a, an event because there's so many bad horror movies. I'd say more than any, any other genre. Maybe rom-coms but there's so many <laughs> there's so many rubbish ones that when a good one comes along you're like oh okay i have to go and see this and i don't know if it was because of the hype or my own expectations from uh, similar films i've seen but for me it was good but not a masterpiece like a lot of reviews have said um i think it's very well made i think uh, john krasinski he's made a few films before this. i thought it was his debut but mm-hmm. it's not he's made a few very low budget indie films um but for someone who has said in interviews that he doesn't like horror and hates the horror genre, he handles suspense really well. Um, it has shades of early Spielberg. Um, and and the, the weird thing is the film it reminded me most of is there's one scene, I don't know if you've all seen it, but War of the Worlds, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. the Tom Cruise one, yeah. there's the scene in the basement where they're hiding from the aliens. And it's pretty much... Yeah, so it's pretty much a whole film of that scene okay. is what I felt about it. It's like... It's suspenseful from beginning to end in a similar way in that... I think in that scene, it was the same conceit in that they had to just be completely quiet because the aliens in that film as well... I don't know if they they were blind, but they worked on sound. Mm. um, And that's the kind of conceit of A Quiet Place. And it was really good as well to see a film that was this kind of big-budget Hollywood horror movie. It was produced by Michael Bay's company, um, Platinum Dunes. Mm. And amusingly... people that ruined... Didn't they ruin yeah, all the Nightmare franchise? Nightmare Street, Friday yeah, Pussy, yeah. yeah. And it, it was quite funny because he tweeted that it was their... I think it was their like only decently rated film on Rotten Tomatoes or something. So he was quite proud of that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it, I think... Um, it, it For a film of that stature, f- made for a wide audience, the fact that it doesn't have... Well, it has little to no dialogue in it, um, and it's heavily subtitled. I found that quite well, heavily subtitled what, because they're like whispering to there's each other. So there's a lot of sign language oh, in nice. the film, yeah, nice. and that's often subtitled. And there's a few moments of dialogue in there, um, but yeah, it really is. It kind of sticks to its con- concept and remains pretty much uh, just relies on suspense and and, limit and and low dialogue. So yeah, it's it's audacious and well made. So I recommend it very much, um, especially if you're into into uh, your kind of horror sci-fi. Um, and Emily Blunt is amazing in it. Um, and I think, uh, Catherine, you were saying that she was initially not... She didn't want to Yeah, so um, she was on Graham Norton and she was talking mm. about what well, both of them were. And she he asked her if she would be in it and she said, no, give it to one of their friends or something. And then uh, John showed her the script and she read it and she's like, oh, no, 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 don't give it to them, I want it. So it was all because of the script. That yeah, she I think it. it works because I think there's there's been a few examples of this in in films in the past. I say a few is probably loads where um, real life couples appear in, on film as a couple, mm. and it really does work in this film because it's it's all about them kind of working together to keep their family alive through this situation, mm. and you really feel that relationship between them. Um, so yeah, it works really well, and I'd be interested to see. I think a sequel's already been greenlit yeah which i don't know if is is necessarily a great idea because i think it does work as a singular um film do you think it will be like one of the sequels like a dragon or more like a cloverfield where they'll just expand the universe i would hope so that that to me would be the most satisfying thing to do with it because cloverfield 
I think the second Cloverfield was really good. Mm. I think it did that interesting thing of doing something different with the concept. So I would like that. Um, I suspect, though, it would just continue to follow on the story. Um, but we'll, we'll see. Um, but I would like to see John Krasinski do something different next, to be honest. But it's been such a big hit mm. that it was inevitable, I guess, mm. especially if it's you know produced by Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe there'll be more explosions in the next one. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Was there enough CGI? I mean, is there room for more CGI uh, to be added? Um, it's one of those films, for me, it's kind of almost a shame when you see the, the monster. I know that's a lot of people said that about Cloverfield. It's, it does such a good job of building suspense early on that when you finally do see the, the monsters, it's kind of like, uh, okay, it was, it was scarier to me when I was imagining what they yeah. looked like. But at the same time... I suppose that you know you have to reach that point where you do kind of bring the monster out of the shadows and um, yeah they, they laid they laid eggs in you in uh, in Cloverfield didn't they that for I me that's so. always the yeah. scariest it's thing. why Alien why freaks that. me out so much I hate aliens because of it <laughs> yeah because of that alone. yeah oh awful face huggers are still the one of the scariest things yeah, to me it really is yeah. yeah that fraction of a moment <laughs> when you think you're okay. Yeah, and then realise you've got a big yeah. egg in you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, ooh. Right. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what have you been watching? <laughs> I've been watching. I haven't Has been watching been? Aliens. <laughs> um, I watched The Dark Tower, Yeah. Um, which I thought, because I went into that with really low expectations, actually, because it didn't really get a great um, kind of write-up at, at the cinema. But I thought it was actually quite good. There was nothing wrong with it. It was... Um, I feel like it. I'm not sure how it was marketed, but I, it should have been kind of marketed as a maybe a children's film, maybe. F- uh, so okay. coming from that kind of, that kind of family kind of, I'm thinking like Percy Jackson kind mm-hmm. of, uh, kind of style. I thought for that it was very good. Idris Elba thought it was very good. Um, the actor who the who played the boy, I'm not sure of his name. He was also very good. Um, Matthew McConaughey was like a pantomime villain. Does he get an all right, all right, all right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all he's missing. That's yeah. all he's missing. I can't. Um, yeah. If they had that in, you would have sold me on that. Uh, yeah, yeah, honestly. But he's. Um, but it, it was. It was a. It was a fine film. I, I thought. I finished it thinking that was absolutely. That was nothing wrong with that. That was fine. If you got nothing else to watch, mm. and um, a good kind of afternoon Sunday kind of film, I think. Okay. Yeah, I remember seeing the trailer and thinking it looked really good fun and then yeah. some of the reviews came out and it was like okay that's interesting because it looked like it was going to be quite promising yeah because I was expecting that kind of uh, that kind of other university kind of Lord of the Rings yeah, I thought it was going it was going that big especially when you, it's like Stephen King's kind of masterpiece yeah, isn't it so eight books or something, or something and are they aimed at children or is it an adult no it's definitely an adult adult, film, right, okay. adult yeah. novel yeah mm. but, in, but for me I just think they should have just mm. maybe changed that it seemed very much like a kids film apart from right, the okay. odd kind of violent little thing that might happen but I guess maybe if they saw the potential to make it like a Harry Potter type franchise mm-hmm. then it made perfect sense to yeah. to do that um, it didn't work for Percy Jackson but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly um, and there's not y- there's not that many questions about the universe mm-hmm. around it that makes you makes you call for a, for another one or anything yeah. like that so I don't know. Uh, it is a 12 though so it, a 12. Uh, so it mm. could still be older kids yeah mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry, I interrupted. The um, watch the house. I watched that too. Yeah, Will Ferrell. Um, Will Ferrell, Amy Poehler. Yeah. They. 
You say before you've even started reviewing I mean, it. I Catherine. was about to say the synopsis of it. So it's basically their parents and that they they have a, a very close relationship with the daughter, and she's going to go off to college, and then they so they were going to ha- she was going to have a scholarship from the council, and then this evil councilman. Uh, it gets rid of it so they can build a, a, a pool for the community. Mm. And so they're obviously upset. And so then their weird friend who has a gambling addiction and has just lost his wife decide to make a casino in his house. And then it just gets more and more ridiculous from there. Okay. Yeah. You get like a uh, Will Ferrell kind of channeling Gator. Like, um, oh, really? The, yeah, it's kind of, he's violent, you know, that kind of violent streak. Yeah. He just goes around pushing people. There's <laughs> one girl that he always targets. Yeah, he always pushes her. Pushes her over. It's kind of silly funny, you know, but it's... Yeah, I th- it, it had more potential, I think. Yeah. But it could have been quite good. Um, some of the jokes were just too silly and, I don't know. It, it's not Will Ferrell's finest moment. It's no Frank the Tank. That's yeah, for no, uh, streaking through the quad. We'll go straight home. Good times. One thing I always ask about those kind of movies, what's the, like, surrounding cast? Because you can always tell how good those films are by who, what other comedians walk in for a couple of scenes or whatnot. I found that the councilman kind of too over the top, I don't think he was very good. I think that's probably why I didn't enjoy it so much. The woman that played against him and they were sort of like having an affair and stuff, I thought she was really good. So there's some supporting cast that's actually really good, but then there's some that just... Phoning it in, yeah, a bit. Um, pantomime it up, a bit. yeah, and so oh, that's because uh, I, I also watched Rough House. I'm oh, not Rough House, I'm mixing, I'm mixing the two, Rough yeah. Night, uh, <laughs> and that I actually kind of enjoyed I enjoyed that more than I enjoyed the house, which I I think I had lower expectations of, Rough yeah. Night. It's really silly, and so and sometimes you're watching it, it's like this is just getting ridiculous, but there are some legitimately funny moments in it, and Kate McKinnon has an Australian accent. That is the funniest thing, and that just makes me laugh. <laughs> and she and she and she keeps coming out with these weird things like it's amazing. <laughs> what Australian <laughs> says that? <laughs> so that was quite funny. Um, and I liked how they reversed like the roles. So it's the girls going out and getting strippers and getting wasted for the the hen night, yeah. whereas the guys are at a, a posh place doing wine tasting. So I quite liked the, 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 the mm. gender role reversal. Nice, which was nice. Jeremy Renner, so um, he popped up in the uh, in the house. Jeremy Renner, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he did too. Yeah. I forgot about that. that. Yeah. yeah, he was. Get, honestly, he had a <laughs> spare six months because he wasn't yeah. in Avengers. Some sort of or gangster. He <laughs> quite towards the end, I think, isn't it? So um, yeah. Will it be? You know, when you go like Will Ferrell comedy and you blast out like Anchorman and whatnot. No. You won't. Every, this won't be in the bracket of your watch. This one as well. No. 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 All right. Is it? We have Anchorman. Watch that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs> I would recommend that a hundred times. Just watch that, or the other guys, or whatever. Yeah, the other guys are quite good. Yeah, that's as well available as well. That's what right. I was saying. The main <laughs> thing I watched at the cinema: The Avengers, <laughs> Infinity War. Now, so you are the only one of the group who has seen this. I'm going tonight. So no spoilers. No yeah, spoilers. Ben's going tonight. I probably Hopefully won't go. Yeah, you've turned down going to watch it, so yes. you have to accept spoilers if they're yeah, said at you. Yeah, and I don't mind. <laughs> I'm, I really don't. I was, I was kind of, I know this is sacrilegious, but I kind of thought, oh, I'll, I'll wait till it comes to Sky on our TV. Oh, that's what I thought as well. <laughs> and then everyone was like, no, why are you doing that? You, you have to go and see this. You, of all, you were talking about your friends going at 12 o'clock yeah, and doing all that. What? I all of that? I don't know. I, I honestly thought it's you, Steve. Would it's have the been fatigue. there. It's it's the fatigue. Fatigue. Mm. I, like, I went, you know, I went to see Black Panther, and I really enjoyed that. 
So I, I don't know what it is because whenever <laughs> I go and see them, I love them. It's just, I think it's just a constant barrage. It's always now. there. Like every mm. like two to three months, there's another. Uh, like, oh my god, come up with something. To be honest, I think that th- I'm trying to remember. I think the last one I saw in the cinema was the first Captain America. I Which think. is there? Is it Iron Man or was it Captain America the first? His one? first one was Iron Man, oh, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Was first, yeah. Um, so I haven't been for like eight years to go to the They're celebrating the tenth anniversary, aren't they, at the moment? Which is crazy. Yeah. The amount of the amount it of films. It feels like much longer. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Just <laughs> the amount of the ten so years. It's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is, isn't it? Like well over like two or three mm. a year, isn't it? So I mean how many are they on now? Because if you compare it to something like I'd say like the Bond films, then that was like over the span of God knows how many years. Thirty years. Like Twenty-five oh, movies. Yeah. Yeah. So it's over fifty. Over fifty years. Yeah, which yeah. at it's one point 25. was the longest film series. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know how many there are now. Oh, I don't know. Twenty, twenty-two, something like that. I think the only one I'm really looking forward to is Captain Marvel. Yeah, that would mm. be really good. Girl Power. Yeah. Yeah, Girl Power. And set in the nineties as well. Yeah, I was. Is it? Mm. I was looking oh. at like the poster of Infinity War, and it's so oh. there are like four women on there, and there are like twenty men. Yeah. So, Awesome. I want to see that movie. <laughs> I think the, the other thing for me, and uh, sorry, Corey, we will get to your review. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's like, for, for me now, it's it's because there's so many of them, I'm more interested when it's either an interesting director or an interesting angle. Exactly. Uh, which is why Thor Ragnarok was appealing and Black Panther. Whereas this one, I think it's the guys who did Civil War, mm. which I wasn't a big fan of. I think they're both great because they worked on community. The Russo, they, yeah, they Russo brothers did like yeah. 13 episodes of Rest of Development yes, as well. Yeah, I think they're very talented, but for me, Civil War wasn't very strong, so I, that kind of put me off a bit. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. Anyway, Corey, what did you think? Well, <laughs> <you think? laughs> okay. okay. one person who knows. What <laughs> yeah. you think yeah. of the now, this this one is is up mm. there with, with some of the best. With some of the best ones, definitely. Well, what do you class as some of the best ones? Guardians. Um, that. <laughs> um, okay. Guardians of the Galaxy uh, number one. Uh, Winter Soldier maybe as well. Yeah, very Winter good. good. Um, it's it's right in there, right in there at the top. It's excellent. It is very, very, very good and worth it. They do a really good job because, like you say, with that poster, there are so many mm. heroes to get through, and they do a good job <laughs> in kind of touching on on kind of all of them. I'd like to, s- you'd like to see more of like because because Black Panther was so good. The whole uh, Wakanda, you can probably see in the trailers, mm. there's a bit of a fight going on in there. That was, I, I would like to see more time there, actually, and some of the characters that we've kind of seen develop there and with the technology, they didn't really have time to do any of that. Mm. But um, Thanos made the movie, really. It's his movie. It's um, it's the Thanos quest, and he carries that film. And he, he goes through all his emotions, his violence, everything. Is there. And it... He does a really good job. That's it. It is. He is pretty. He's brutal. Absolutely brutal. But they do a really good job in kind of uh, in telling the story of, of why he's doing what he's doing, and mm. you kind of you get it in a weird way. But uh, doesn't make it right. They have seemed to have been doing a better job with the villains, making them more yes. layered and because yeah. yeah. they're more interesting. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, I never found the other ones interesting from the Avengers, like the robot Ultron or whatever. Not that I've no, really yeah. seen it, yeah. as yeah. but like I mean, it feels like they've been waiting ten years to give us an actual villain that's worthy yeah. of Ronan from, from, Go- from Guardians One. I thought he was quite good. We might uh, see a return, return of him see, in Loki, Marvel, actually. So, yeah. Loki is a good sort of panto villain. He's fun. Loki, yeah. I never yeah. really yeah. He's, n- he's never really threatening. No. Um, yeah. But, but I, like, I, I don't 
I, I think they're doing a fantastic job with it. Like, I think Disney, they know what they're doing. And I think the films have been consistently great. It's just for me, it's reached a point now where it's like, you have to give me something that's really going to make me sit up and say, okay, I'm ready to do this again. Yeah. In you know four months from the last one, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think they've done that this time. They've given mm. it, this is something that's totally different, mm. and it's mm. uh, it's pretty brutal. Oh as well. and and it is um, a big event movie because like, I think yeah. if, yeah. For, for, like for the fans, this is the one mm. that people have been waiting for, isn't it? As well, yeah. so. and I love that. And it's only sad that I'm not invested in it because. It would be fun to be really invested in something that, I, I if you cared enough, ten years later you were getting this. Like where everything's put together, yeah. like you know, you've I've got nothing. I'm you know, I'm just impressed by that they're doing it. And like, I wish it was about like kung fu people I and something I like, could be more interested in. Really yeah. The brutal way <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be brutally violent, full of kung fu. Swearing and everything. <laughs> then I love it. Yeah. The way the fans feel about this, I think, is how I feel about the upcoming Halloween film. <laughs> just like, yeah, 10 years, like 40 years later, they're bringing back Jamie Lee Curtis. This is the one we're waiting for. But yeah, this, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'll wait, I'll wait for yeah. it to come on TV. Yeah, there's been um, a little <laughs> bit of trash in between. That's the thing, because I, I could go through that whole list and pick out just the ones you need to watch. Mm. Like, and uh, and they're the good ones. They're the good ones that worth, and, and we'll probably get you back involved. Yeah. I'd yeah. to see you back then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching the, the best of the week of the Late Late Show last night, yeah. and uh, it had the Avengers on there, and he did this weird little thing where it was called, like, James Corden Star Star Tours or something. And so he was taking the, that, yeah. the stars on the tour, and it was the Avengers on this bus that he was taking around mm. LA. And it was quite funny. And it was really nice that they, at one point, took them into a comic book shop and was like meeting yeah. all the fans and they went completely insane which as you were saying it'd be nice to have been be part of that yeah mm. fandom's a glorious thing if yes. you can get into it yeah yes. the trouble it's is, a lot is of effort, isn't it's it? a lot of effort and pretty cringy <laughs> so you know you don't <laughs> see you like do it too often reward back. <laughs> <laughs> i also like don't really like to well sorry sorry to interrupt. you went to comic-con though didn't you a couple of years ago and I did, did all of that yeah. yeah that was fun yeah that was really cool there the cosplay like when you go to those events it is really cool to see like the the level of detail that people put into the, you know, all the kind of stuff that they create. It's amazing. Did you dress yeah. up? Yeah, yeah I was ready. Ray. Yeah. Were you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like her. Yeah, it's on YouTube. You can watch it. It's still there. Yeah. It's on our YouTube channel. Plug. Yeah. <laughs> Get those views up. <laughs> We're trying to hit 100,000 subs by Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've watched a few old movies, <laughs> as I always do. Watch Footloose, the original. I watched this brilliant uh, trailery thing that was saying like, uh, music makes the movie. And so when you see him doing his little dance off by himself in the warehouse, if you turn the sound off, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> he's having like, this weird fit with no soundtrack. <laughs> I also watched Bachelor Party for the first time. Tom Hanks one. Yeah. 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 Uh, that different. Hasn't aged very well. That's a different yeah. movie. Yeah. That's a different movie than you. Is it? Was it Tom Hanks first or one uh, of his it, first? One of. Yeah. Yeah. It and this, it, I remember kind of watching a load of Tom Hanks movies, then watching that one and going, "Oh, that's not like all the other it's ones." It's not like mm. big at all. Like no. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. You're gonna go early Hanks Money Pit all the way. Yeah. So that's the <laughs> next yeah. on my list to watch. Yeah. 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 That's that's. That's that's good. Yeah, so it was a bit weird, but mm. and then I watched a, a nice. Uh, I watched School of Rock as well because that was on. Why not? Mm. Um, the catchy song again. One of those ones that has a good soundtrack where they've made a catchy one-off song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack Black. He's kind of. He's in a current show on on uh, Comedy Central. We've got it's called Another Period, which yeah. is a piss take of like the Kardashians. That's like a, a a mockumentary of like these. Uh, 
woman from like 1902 in um, somewhere in America. And he's in that. And uh, he's got this great line that it says something. So uh, he asks a question. It's like a beauty pageant or something. And she goes, um, I don't know. I'd have to ask a man. And he's like, great answer. It's like watching a dog talk. <laughs> so, so, so it's quite funny. So it's quite, yeah, so he's, and he was in Jumanji too. Oh, or whatever. Yeah, was, to sorry, jungle. sorry. Yes. Um, I also watched Spider-Man: Homecoming nice. as we were saying, w- waiting for it to come on to, <laughs> to watch it. Uh, kind of enjoyable. It was all right. Oh, I liked it. It was fine. I like that. Nothing They made with it. Mm. the right yeah. decision to make it more of a sort of high school teen yeah. comedy. Thing. And I, I liked mm. that they just don't let him mm. do stuff. Yeah. I find that quite funny. Yeah. Yeah. Michael uh, Keaton was really good as yeah. well. Yeah. But as I, all I could just think, keep thinking is like, well, someone took that Birdman movie yeah. really seriously. <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> true. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, and there's like, I, I, two weir- uh, little uh, recent premieres that I watched as well. One was called My Inter- Internship in Canada, which is obviously a Canadian movie. And it's this guy, has, he comes from somewhere. I can't remember. Um, one of the French islands, he comes to Canada uh, to intern with this politician who is working with the indigenous people to try and, because they don't want their trees being felled, and then you have the workers that just want to work, and then it's how this guy works with this politician. It's quite, it's really sweet and actually really interesting in how politics plays such a huge part in um and it was about them also having to make a decision to go to war. I think it was like Canada Iraq. going to war. Yeah, about kind of like Iraq, I oh think, yeah. around at that time. And so he puts it to the public's vote, which obviously no one else did. So yeah. it's really interesting. Um, so I quite like that. And then also watch Porno, which is spelled P A W N O, not yep. the other one, um, which I didn't realize was an Australian movie yep. until I started watching it. And it's very Australian, quite weird. Quite good, though. It's kind of like. Kind of like clerks in that you have people that run a shop and then the people that come in and then you kind of see about the other people's, those people's lives a little bit. Mm. But it's quite good. I kind of liked it. Yeah, I started it one day in the office and I think I got about 15, 20 minutes in and only stopped it because I it deserved to be watched properly. Um, but it was sh- it's shot very nicely, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, you know, like rich colours and just like a level of quality which... Is you know wouldn't put you off remotely you know kind of it looked like a really good little film. No. Yeah, it's it's quite emotional. Um, and has some one part where it's very violent. Um, but yeah, I'll definitely good. finish that then. Yeah, no, it's right up your street. <laughs> yeah, you'd, you'd actually really like it. So yeah, any more for any more before we move on? Uh, very briefly, I watched the the Disaster Artist as oh, yeah? well. How so was it? I I liked it. It. I, it I'm such a big fan of the room mm. <laughs> that it was like for parts of it just felt like James Franco really wanted to recreate the room, and okay. that was the that was it. That's that was the, the only main reason, reason for making it. Because at the end, the end of the movie, the end credits are just side by side comparisons of the scenes that they made compared to the actual film. And it was just the same. Yeah, and you you kind of watch it thinking. I don't like they didn't need to make as much as they did because you don't mm. see much of it in yeah. the film. So it's like you just wanted to make room again, didn't you? Um, that, but it's that, that would be the weirdest <laughs> movie to remake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. know what the world needs is a remake of the room. <laughs> but it's it's solid. It's um it's enjoyable. I don't think it's awards worthy. Um, but it's it's good. Um, and that's what I was going to say when I saw it. Like yeah. I liked it. Um, 
I like you know like mm. most things about it. I didn't think it had yeah. did enough to be award worthy either. And I and there were moments where I thought it almost began dragging a little bit yeah, in some uh, bits. I don't think it quite gets under the skin of like Tommy Wiseau or what yeah. it's supposed to be. Because I've not read the book, but apparently the book goes into a lot more detail about his personality. And I think perhaps because he was involved. somewhat involved yeah. in the film, it kind of compromised it to a degree. <laughs> but it's um, if you're a fan of The Room, it's an enjoyable watch, for sure. Cool. All right, well, we've got loads of movies coming this month, quite a range. So uh, on the 4th, we've got Dunkirk, which is the Oscar-winning uh, Christopher Nolan war drama. Uh, we've got Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Long Haul, which is the latest one on that, which is on the 5th of May. My Cousin Rachel, which stars Rachel Weisz, uh, and it's on the 6th of May. We've got another of the Sky Cinema Originals, which means it will be in the cinemas the same time as it will be on Now TV, which is called A Non. It's a sci-fi thriller from Andrew Nichol, and it stars uh, Amanda Seyfried and uh, Clive Owen. It's also quite erotic, I have heard. <laughs> so I'll check that one out on the 11th of May. Mm. We've got some horror for, for you boys with, <laughs> with Annabelle creation on the 12th uh, atomic blonde action on mm. the 18th with Charlie Theron I recommend that just for one scene in particular which is the stairwell scene and the soundtrack really good 80s music mm. uh, on the 25th there's war for the planet of the apes which is the third in the trilogy mm. the 26th let's get them monkeys I'm, so, I'm, I'm pro-human now in that fight so I just say let's just kill them or kill all them damn monkeys I say I'm I'm so, <laughs> yeah, the damn dirty apes. Called damn dirty apes and kill them uh, no, and I get the monkeys the too. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let's see if he wins, shall we? Yeah. yeah. If, if you know anything about the movie, <laughs> yeah. I tell you. No, now. I, I, don't. I feel like it will, uh, it will really depress me. Actually, I, yeah, I, I think I've, was, been, I've been steering yeah. clear of it because, just because I almost just it looked watch really it. sad. Yeah. The trailer, and I thought yeah. this is going to be an emotional one. Yeah. Mm. So. Look forward to that. Okay, <laughs> okay cool. Get the, get the tissues out. Yeah. Uh, there's the nut job too, Nutty by Nature on the 26th, and uh, the Brits are coming on the 27th. Mm. Uh, and so now it's time for everyone's favourite segment, which is the random movie of the month. Uh, and last month uh, we were uh, we were we selected or, or were given no, the no, selection. No, yeah, yeah, I was going to say. The random forced. the randomizer yeah. brought out Blinky Bill the movie. Thoughts. Yeah, it was. There was a movie. It was a movie. It was a movie. It, it was, was an Australian movie. It was an animation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have just to saying things. I watched it with my eyes. It was I, unknown. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, like, there was nothing wrong with this. It was a perfectly fine animated movie. It felt a bit low budget, kind of cheap. And I also feel like we were not the target audience. No, yeah, absolutely yeah, not. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. especially the movies I've described, I've liked this month you know in this podcast so probably yeah. wasn't the target but, yeah, audience the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> which was the the main challenge for me because i watched this one quite late on a friday night with a glass of wine and i was like <laughs> i'm not gonna do this in front of a fireplace with a cat on his lap <laughs> i'm not gonna make it through this um, yeah i hope it wasn't a date but, movie <laughs> no, 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 no 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 um but yeah it, it is what it is you know? mm. it's not how i recall the tv show at mm. all which for me, it was slightly disappointing. Which, did that come before or after the movie? Before, way before. Okay. It's like when I was a kid. And w it right. was a CGI animation thing no, as a kid? No. It was a cartoon? No, so it was like a cartoon, so like mm. the animation was quite different for me. Mm. Um, and I don't even remember him being clumsy. Or Annoying. Yeah. yeah. He, wasn't, he wasn't a very good hero, to be honest. I mean, he... <laughs> He's he, asking for it, yeah, wasn't he? A lot of it. He was brave, but he wasn't very clever. Mm. And he, the kind of supporting staff as well, uh, well cast, mm. is... Uh, his little koala mate that he meets and the other ones just yeah. not very memorable they know Lumiere and Cogsworth from Beauty and the Beast or anything like that 
I'd be quite enjoying it. No, they're no, 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 I just, I'm trying to understand how a koala is the same as Bell. No, well, well, saying, oh, in, no, he's in, they're, they're no Timon and Pumbaa, you should have said. Or Timon and Pumbaa as well, mm. the ones who are supporting the yes. main kind of. Uh, or Genie uh, and Magic Carpet. Character. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That is the funniest sentence. <laughs> <laughs> like Genie and Magic Carpet. Yeah. I felt nothing for him. Yeah. And, um, uh, my thi- I struggled with this whole idea that, you know, he's wild because that one koala says he's wild because she can smell it. Yet. That's he- a too deep. No, 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 that, that was it. I just couldn't. But, and she's in a cage so going to a zoo and she's got clothes on and but he's he got clothes can. on. Yeah. I was just, I was just kind of like, yet she's happy. She's in a tiny cage. In yeah, a, then well, there's, a, there's no way that. Any animals happy that they're in a tiny Yeah, place. that's yeah. what I would. And yeah. It's all she knows. I think it's she's been institutionalized. Yeah, her yeah. parents, had, I think, had died. And but she remembered died. being in the wild and saying how great it was. It was just sad that her parents died in the fire. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I. Um, yeah, there was just a bit of. Cont- you know, I, I, think I just. It's maybe it was trying to make kids feel all right that the koalas were being kept in zoos and that they were okay with it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Maybe. But then also, like, the fact that. They were all, they'd all just given up on on his dad as well, like, and I guess that's for narrative. To but I was also like that's pretty depressing. The mum and the fact but that they know, were they calling the mum. They are wild animals, and yeah. I'm sure they go missing all the time. And if they've gone missing for a year, you think you know it ain't He's, good. Yeah. <laughs> I quite enjoyed uh, Barry Humphreys doing the voice of a, a comedy wombat. Yeah, and uh. one that was pre- well, no, the one that was like what I didn't understand the thing about. The fake person. Yeah, I, I didn't get that. No, it was weird. I, yeah, it was never that clear. And I want to know how <laughs> the mum got everywhere so quickly. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. <laughs> so how did she catch up? Also, she should have disciplined oh, <laughs> Bill a little yeah. bit better than what you know. She's got taken for a ride most of that movie. I thought she would have been happier to see her husband as well. Yeah. Well, she wasn't that bothered that he, she was convinced telling. Him Bill from day one that he's yeah. dead. Yeah, so he's when he walked dead. out the door, he was like, he's dead. <laughs> oh yeah, so raving review. Yeah. <laughs> if you have young kids, definitely get them to watch it. Mm. Um, but it's not one that you that you can sit and enjoy. Or you, or you could sit and enjoy it. Yeah. But it's nothing that will make you think like a Pixar I, or have those, mm. those, those kind of adult jokes that we get that yeah, the kids don't. It's not. Zootropolis and Big Hero 6 transcended. It had that feel and of something. And were amazing. Like... like it was like Romeo and Juliet tier type yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, would you all like to know what this random movie is going to be this month? Have you run it already? No, I'm going to push the button now. And it is. Oh, I've already seen it recently. It's a recent premiere. It is a comedy that stars Stephen Merchant. Oh, Table 19. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. So, we've all seen this, I've I seen think. That, yeah. I haven't watched it yet. Or but we, we should re- roll again if 3v1. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. But we okay. should roll again. So, so you have to watch Table 19 and the next one as yeah. well. Uh, white Noise, The Light. White that sounds oh, like a horror dear. That's going to be one of those. So that's, is that Vertigo? That's, oh. I believe that's the sequel <laughs> to a Michael... Ke- I want to say Michael Keaton and Richard Gere film. White Noise. White Noise, The Light. No, isn't it? Isn't there it's no? A sequel. This is a sequel. This is, it's a sequel to it, but I was. What thinking am I thinking of? Are you thinking of? I don't know what you're thinking of. <laughs> White noise. I'm sure there was, was a film what? called White Noise. Yeah, no, there was because this is the sequel, definitely. Mm. White. Have we got? 
So the, no, the original it was was Michael Keaton. You're right. I apologise. I got right. confused. So what am I thinking I, of Richard Gere? Because he was in like a similar. Is it? There was frequency. That's the one. Is it? That's, that's, the, the that's one. what I was thinking. But yeah. Doesn't that have? The other <coughs> actor who was in Fortitude season two, Dennis Quaid. Yeah, isn't he in? What's the movie where he's talking to his son or himself on the Jaws, radio? Jaws three. <laughs> All right, Steve. <laughs> fine. No, it's, it's Dennis Quaid that's in Frequency. Yeah, and Jim Kev 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 Kev. Told you, right? Okay. Yeah. Did you hear that? That, that was caught cool into a TV show, you know. What Frequency? Yeah. Anyway, so White Noise Two: The Light. Uh, it stars Nathan Fillion, which, if you oh. don't know, he was in Serenity. Very like And Firefly. Actor. Yes, yes. And also... Castle. Two, two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. Isn't he in oh. Castle as well? And he is also in Castle. No. That gives me hope. Modern Family. Is he in Modern Family? Mm. Is he? Yeah, he was going out with Hayley, which is... Oh, wow. Oh, so this is a little yeah. different... Of an age difference. So, okay, would you like to know the synopsis? Uh, obviously, before I watch a movie. Yeah. A newly <sighs> widowed father discovers he can see, in quotation marks, those among the living who are about to die. However, this paranormal gift comes with a price, and no, it's not a pleasant one. The sequel to the original White Noise starring Michael Keating may veer off into the implausible, but there's enough shocks and starts along the way to keep horror fans tuned in. Hell so yeah, this is, this that's is my kind of jam. Yeah. According to Wikipedia, I don't know if this is true or not, but it is a um, it's a straight to video sequel that received better reviews than its predecessor, which okay. must be that's quite rare, surely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. So we're I all going to make. Already terrified. I can't wait, <laughs> and, and I take it we're not going to obviously watch the one before it. Like none of us should. Some, no, I don't yeah. want well, anyone going. I don't want anyone going. I watched the first one to make more mm, sense yeah. of it. No, no, none of that. No, none of that. I don't. I don't it's, it seems like it's telling its own, yeah, standalone sequel. So, awesome. okay. cool. So that it's directed by Jeffrey Sachs, which is a great name. Jeffrey Sachs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's it for this month. Uh, we've got some great movies coming in June as well, so don't forget to tune into that. Here, that we've got Mother, It, American Made, Victoria and Abdul, Flatliners, and Blade Runner Twenty. That is an awesome lineup. That's a good month yeah. variety yeah, of movies. So we're, 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 don't yeah. go out the next month. Yeah. So tune. What are we talking about next month? Mm. Uh, so until then, happy movie watching. Bye.